2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: I am sick of this topic. A lot of us are sickened by what happened. None of it compares with one woman who is no longer with us because she was shot and killed while going to celebrate a team Super Bowl victory. Twenty-one others injured. Half of them sixteen and under. And of course, we're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade and the shooting which happened during our show yesterday. Chad Hartman, Dave Harrigan, News Talk 830 WCCO. I I'm sick of it because Nothing seems to change, not because somebody's forcing me to talk about this. No, we pick the topics. This is where I want to start, and I want to hear from you because I've said this before. I'll say it again, and I want to see if you can push back at me because I'm willing to listen. This has to be our country's greatest failure, right? Most of the time, I'll I roll out the data on mass shootings, on mass killings and how we are so much worse than other uh, other Western civilized countries. I, I'm not going to do it today because you know where we are and how it's not close to other countries. And I know details matter. And I know if it was a simple solution, we would have stopped it a long time ago. Or I would say, let's just do these three things, and, and it, it all goes away. Well, it's never all going to go away. Our population is, what, 340 million, whatever it is, somewhere in there. Sadly, we're, we're, gonna, we're going to have some level of violence. I'm not condoning that. I'm understanding in a society of depraved individuals, criminal element, mental health challenges, it's not going to be flawless. But if we want to play the game, are we getting better or worse? Dave Harrigan, we're not getting better. Can, can anybody say we are getting better? And in this case, the... Reporting from a few hours ago from Kansas City Police, which was affirmed by CBS News, three individuals uh, detained, two of them juveniles, and somehow this may have taken place over a conflict and the fact that the individuals, or at least one, if not two, if not three, had guns. Because so far there's no information to say, well, let's go to Kansas City Chiefs, let's go to the Chiefs' celebration and let's cause terror in this way. It's something happened happen between these individuals, whether it just happened, whether it had been brewing, whether there was history, we don't know. But if this is not our greatest failure as a country, the country where I live, where I want to live, where I believe in it, but I cannot believe that with the collective empathy, decency, and intelligence that we can't get better at this. We're not getting better, are we? Tell me. 651 Is this our greatest failure as a country? We have a lot of things to be proud of. We have a lot of success. We have a lot of... We have millions and millions, tens of millions of just incredible people. And we cannot stop everything. But if you were surprised by yesterday, I have no idea why. I have no idea how you're surprised. I've said this, I don't know, literally 500 times on the air. Anywhere. I I mean, at a sporting event, at a church, at an inauguration, at a birthday party, um, at a school, at a grocery store, at a book club. Nowhere is off limits. This is why, to me, it is our greatest failure. The gun issue Do we have too many guns? Yeah, we do. We have too many guns in the hands of the wrong people. I'm not coming for your guns. I don't want anybody knocking on your door, coming for your guns, except under the caveat of there's a criminality and there's a significant mental health challenge. And who knows what we'll find out here. Because this doesn't appear to be terror in any way. This appears to be, at least so far, details matter, where for some reason something happened here. We don't know if it's just here, if it was before, but something took place. Do you agree with me that this is our greatest failure as a country? The continued lawlessness, the carelessness the fear of no ramifications, I'll shoot this person, I'll steal this, I'll harm them, and I'll get away with it. And the idea that we cannot get better, that we're so entrenched at finger-pointing, we just want to blame the other side. Again, I've probably said this 750 times it's mental health and guns can we not can we not experiment a little can we not find things that work within our laws and have i mean we hear all the time that states they're as part of our democracy that states should try different ways that Minnesota and California and Idaho and Alabama, they don't have to do things the same ways. But can we try a few more things under short time limits to see if we have success, if we make progress? And and by the way, progress is not, it all stops. Because I'm sure texts are coming in. I haven't looked at them yet. 651-461-9226. Well, this won't stop this and that. None of us have the solution for everything. But can we at least start heading the right way? I want to hear from Dave right when I get back. I want to hear from you. I would love passionate phone calls and passionate text. Is this our country's greatest failure? Are we getting better or worse? And why can't we at least try a few more things to try to slow this down?
2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: It's uh, 20 past 12. Want to hear from you. Lots of texts coming in. Six five one four six one nine two two six. One individual goes to celebrate a team's victory and she's gone. 21 others injured, half of them kids, joyous celebration, and you're running, you're fleeing for your life. Happened yesterday, we're on the air, we're on with Tom Hauser. And Tom is affected by it because his son, Dave, is at the event. He is shocked to hear what I'm saying because he's paying attention to the Capitol, which is why we're having him on. And then he's got to be texting his son to make sure he's okay. And somewhere in the next hour in this country, somebody else is a parent or a friend or a wife or a husband has to be texting someone, are you okay? Because seemingly it's unrelenting. I offered up the ideas that this is our country's greatest failure. We are not getting better. And how do we not... Try a few more things. Put a put. A, I mean, put a one-year time limit on it. And so, if those who said this was not going to work, okay, you were proved right. We tried something, and I'm not talking where <laughs> it doesn't hold up legally. It still has to be within the confines of the law and our constitution. And no, I'm not. Like the guy who called it out, who wants your finger caught off first and your thumb caught off second. No, not there. But what do you want to say, sir? Because I know this this is one that grabs you a lot.
4: Sure does. Um, man, what else can be said other than what's gone, what has gone? went through my mind yesterday as it was happening after, you know, in the immediate aftermath and learning that the shooting happened um, soon after, it certainly didn't feel like a terrorism thing, you I, the, the fact that it happened after most people were probably th- heading out it just brought to my mind of, of the mindset that then means somebody went – well, multiple people went to this event. Okay, I need my hat, need my jersey, got get my shoes, phone, wallet, keys, and I got to bring my gun. Mm-hmm. And that just brought to me just the thought that we are – as in America, reaping what we've sowed for decades and decades and decades, and this is just a, a glorify a glorification of violence, a glorification of guns, and making it almost seem normal that <laughs> you need to bring a gun to a Super Bowl celebration. And this is what happens. And, and we could talk about gun laws, we can talk about mental health, all of it. But part of me just got. Completely just bummed out, sad, just feeling like we have no hope because this is just what America has been for so many years. And, you know, Columbine happened when I was a freshman in high school, and that was considered to be the most unbelievably heinous act one could imagine. A shooting at a school. And now yesterday we have that. We have, oh, by the way, a shooting outside of a high school in Atlanta where four people were shot. Barely even made the news.
3: We're six years after Parkland. Yes. You know, I mean, we can go down the list of we're seven years after this, we're eight years after that, and the debate does happen. I'm not suggesting that in Washington, D.C. or St. Paul here in our state and elsewhere they don't debate this. But how many people actually are willing to say, I don't believe this is going to work, but I understand we have a problem And if we can set a time limit on this to see, let's see what happens. And one of the main reasons why is if you move to compromise on issues in our country politically, you know you're viewed as weak, vulnerable, and you probably won't last.
4: (laughs) They'll find somebody who won't compromise
3: that's it that is it because nuance on so many issues in our discourse in our decision-making it's dead because it gets lost and that's not what works right now whether it's on this medium whether it's in politics because what, oh, both sides, or what about this, what about that? And by the way, you can be extraordinarily involved in the deep end of the pool, as passionate as can be, on society and aspects of it, and you're not soft if you have the ability to look at all facets of any topic, including what's happening here, and saying, you know what, people um, from all aspects of our country have some very good ideas, and also some people I normally agree with. What the bleep are they talking about? Because this makes no sense. Let's let's stop. Just. Walking in the same direction, which is the wall, and we bump into it, bump into it, bump into it. All right, let's, uh, let's take calls. Lots of people calling in, lots of texts coming in. We're going to stay with this throughout most of this first hour. We'll lighten up at different times. We are working on uh, a couple guests on this topic. Hopefully, at least one will come through. 651 461 Dwayne, kind enough to listen. Dwayne, go ahead on this important topic. You're on WCCO Radio.
1: Hey, good afternoon, Chad. Uh, you hit on a couple of things. I heard something this morning on your station from, I believe it was the police chief, that said they arrested two or three people for some of the nonsense that was going on over the weekend and found that two of them were 17 years old. Both of them were running around on multiple warrants. Uh, when people do wrong things that are criminal, they don't need to give them a warrant and turn them loose. That's part of the problem. The other part of the problem, or one of the other parts of the problem, is parenting. When your kids are running around causing issues, you take care of them. The state doesn't sh- – shouldn't have to. And
3: Let me let me comment the entire, on the second one, okay, and then I'll give you a chance to jump back here. Go ahead. I, I will never – downplay how important parents are and the influence or a guardian and the ability to make an enormous impact on a child. And sometimes it's a teacher. Sometimes it's a coach. Sometimes it's an adult they know through another circumstance. So I don't want to downplay that. But as I've said many, many times over the years, There are some individuals in our society, and it's not a small group, Dwayne, where there are kids whose parents are lazy, don't pay any attention, they're narcissists, and the kids are phenomenal, and vice versa. So the case last week with the mom who was found guilty of involuntary manslaughter, uh, Crumley, about her son Ethan Crumley, and how derelict they were in filing up on warning sign after warning sign, and then their child went to school and killed 14 classmates, absolutely applies there. I just don't think it applies maybe as high as some people are suggesting, if I can draw the the more nuanced view, because there are times you find out the parenting was pretty good, and it was beyond control. There are other times, and the point you made up, where you're like, how could the parent miss this for as long as possible is going on, and they just stuck their head in the sand and didn't want to do a damn thing.
1: Okay, that and part of that uh, thinking is the total liberal switch to our country where there is no consequence for anything you do the state will you think take there, care of you Hold on if you don't a second. Take I got to tell you,
3: you think there were no shootings do, when Donald Trump was president or George W. Bush president? By the way, no, Kansas City, I, Missouri, is a Republican-leaning state. Okay. Yep, do I, I think, that. as an example in Hennepin County, that Mary Moriarty's been too soft on uh, some of the high-profile cases? I do. Do I think in Minneapolis that when I hear kids uh, who are getting out and they're they're recidivists? Yeah, I do. But to say this is all one-size-fault and we don't have criminal elements in Republican-leaning cities and Republican states, I just don't agree with I just don't. Dwayne, thanks for the phone call. Joe, go ahead. You're next on WCCO.
5: Hey, Chad. Hey, Chad. 100% this is on the family unit that has gotten destroyed. It's just gone. You cannot tell me when you have a, a family unit mom, dad, watching out for the kids, that this is going to happen as much as it does. You're right. Sometimes parents are great and they get a bad kid. It happens. But you will never get me to believe that all these single-parent homes, this this isn't a reason for this. And we're trying to fix the wrong problem by doing gun things, blaming it on politicians. No. We all have to look in the mirror and go, am I being the best parent I can be? Because I'm telling you, there's a lot of them out there that ain't. My wife did daycare for 18 years, and I seen what happens to kids when parents get divorced. It's not good. I work. Okay, a so far- let me jump
3: in. Let me. I, ju- let me I'm gonna me, give you a chance I, to respond. Hold on. Let me. I'm, I promise I'm gonna give you a chance to respond. So there's yep. a couple, and they have two kids, and they fall out of love, the, for for whatever reason. Uh, there, could be, there could be violence. There could be cheating. There could be just at some point people fall out of love. Are you saying those two people have to stay together for the rest of their lives because you don't trust what's going to happen if, if they're not together versus, oh, by the way, there are tens of millions of kids in this country, Joe, where their parents did get a divorce and they're still extraordinarily successful as parents, and their kids are now adults, and they're successful? Sure. I agree completely.
5: There's always an exception to a rule. But what I'm saying is go check out all the kids in prison or all the kids that do this, and you tell me they come from a family where there was a mom and dad and a household. They don't. It doesn't happen. And the problem society doesn't give a rat's you know what, because they want to be cool, and they want to be hip cats and guys want to be going out and you know seeing how many women they can be with and that's glorified and all this and then when these girls get pregnant and have kids on their own yeah you're right they're not good parents and that's the problem and until we start focusing on that this will still be going it's i guarantee you this kind of violence is worse now than it was 50 years ago when divorce rate wasn't so rampant and whatnot and that's numbers i'll jump in i you know
3: i i i understand that your view is shared by a lot and i'll never downplay as i said earlier the important of importance of one or two parents but we also have a long 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 list of tens of millions of people who are successful in this country, who came out of a divorced family. So I think it's a little more than that. Thank you, sir. Let's, uh, let's pause. We're going to stay with this. A lot of texts coming in. Appreciate the phone call. You want to chime in with the phone call, you can. We'll get to your texts also. 651-461-9226. Uh, before I get to text here, Dave, uh, you want to offer up our music theme for the day? It's songs about being
4: tired, being exhausted, needing to get to sleep. Because, uh, well, hopefully, if you're tired this morning, it's for a good reason. Last night on Valentine's Day, was yours for a good reason? I'm, I'm always tired. <laughs> <I have> two <laughs> young children, Chad. It doesn't matter.
3: Yes. Um, let's get to a lot of text here. Every time there is a shooting by a juvenile, we hear the single mother child of a divorce argument. We just did from Joe. Um, my fi- my fiance is a child of divorce of a divorce whose father was not in his life since he was four years old. He has never committed a crime nor even thought about it. This is an or- old argument that's tired and puts guilt on parents who are just trying to do. What is best? Let me get to a contrasting text, and then uh, I want to see what you have to say. Uh, this guy is right. Plus, when you get married, you should do the most you can to stay together. Unless abuse, drugs, there's too many people to give up too soon. A couple more texts in this. He was obviously talking about uh, one-parent households, if in and all not divorced parents, come on, Chad, you invite calls on, and then you jump in. When I go back and forth with calls, that's what happens. If, if you prefer and you're allowed to prefer when a host just has a call, come on, they talk for two minutes, and you don't have any back and forth, you're allowed to enjoy that more than what I do. But I'm not trying to be rude. I'm trying to advance a conversation. Okay. I, I, the, I'm hired to do many things here, including give my opinion, grab people, make it memorable. Maybe you like what I say. Maybe you don't like what I say, but to keep advancing it. And both calls were on. I mean, Joe was on for probably three plus minutes and Dwayne was on for well over two minutes. So. About you know this meeting, about ninety percent of every program, director would say, "Move on, you don't do that, but I get that people have different opinions that's a part, and you certainly can text it what What do you want to say about the parenting part Dave and uh the uh the point the caller was making uh about parents need to be together and stay together, and the family unit and breaking apart family units is is uh, he believes a, a significant part of what's happening. I I don't
4: debate or doubt that in a perfect world all, you know, parents would stay together. They'd stay in love. Everything would be great. But it's not realistic, and it, it is probably better overall if you look at statistics for everybody, whether they're divorced or not. For kids, it's probably better for the kids if they have a you know an intact intact family unit you know, mother and father that are obviously both very involved in their schooling and discipline and all the perfect things we want. But again, it's it's not realistic. And people can be anecdotal about anything they want, about, you know, uh, a a single mom who raised great kids, parents who stayed together and their their kids are terrible. There's probably a little bit of something to the the argument that kids that come from you know, families, whether it's a a single mom, single dad, or just parents that aren't involved as much as they could or should be, they're probably more susceptible to getting in trouble. I'd buy that; absolutely would buy that. But it's 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 far from an absolute either way. And to make an argument that it is, I think, is is foolish and just pulling the you know pulling the wool over your own eyes.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely not uh, among the attacks. Uh, there's no amount of legislation that can cure hatred. There's a lot of hate in our country. But let me me get to this next text, next two texts. Why don't we look at what other countries do and model after them? And then another one talks about the amount of divorce or single parents. Here we go. Other countries have divorces, single families, and poverty, but, but don't have our gun violence. Not the correct variable. That's the truth. That is the absolute truth. And that doesn't mean parenting doesn't matter. But if you don't think England, Australia, Switzerland, name any ally, and you think they don't have divorce or single parent homes or other issues, they don't have the same amount of violence. They just don't. So, can it play a part? Can it play a more impactful part in one situation compared to the other? Absolutely. But to say that is at the top of the list when other comparable countries have single-family-run single-parent families and divorces and other issues and they don't have the same amount of violence, we got to point that out.
4: And, and, and we're kind of talking about different things, too. We're talking about you know kids that get in trouble, kids that run afoul of the law, where yesterday we're talking about people that brought guns to a Super Bowl championship celebration and what seeming seems to be indiscriminately shot at each other and didn't care who they were hitting.
3: Not for one second. Do you think for one second, and maybe we'll find out different, and if we do, I'll stand corrected. Do we think when we find out more, either in this case or so many others, wherever it might be, that they care at all about who else is going to be hurt? I don't think they give one second's thought. Do you?
4: No. Maybe they have a target in mind, but they don't care who gets hit as they're you know trying to hit that target. It's just, you know, spray the bullets around and see what happens at the end.
3: Uh, among the text here, there are twenty five reasons why this horrible gun violence continues is happening both political parties need to give in and allow some changes to be made to help this get better uh, it's frustrating because the solutions are known, but we don't have we, we don't have politicians elected with the backbone to implement them I, I I don't think there's an event Dave, which could happen where we would get some of the individuals. Who could be a part of the tipping point to try some ideas for even a year? I cannot imagine what the scenario would be: shooting at a s- sports celebration, schools, the concert out in Vegas at a church, anywhere. I there. There's no scenario you can convince me where something's going to change.
4: If it didn't happen after Sandy Hook, it was never going to happen. We've had all the scenarios. We've had them all.
3: They've all happened. More text 651 461 9226 Some of the callers have used and made conclusions based on only a few obvious contributing factors other than many factors that explain the entire picture. More text. Who's this idiot, idiot talking about broken homes? I was a single parent. And my children are highly successful adults with advanced degrees working their profession. He sounds ignorant. I don't think he sounded ignorant. I just disagree with him. I mean, I am I don't have a single memory of my mother and father ever together. I had a mother who was incredibly selfish, didn't really care at all about me. My my sister raised me uh probably from about nine to twelve, then My mother just left to go to Monterey. My father, I love him. I miss him. He's massively well-known. My father and I hardly had any really personal conversations that a lot of people have with their kids. Was he there a lot? Yes. Did he provide for me? Well, yes. But the important conversations, which I've had thousands of times with my older boys and so of the millions and millions, my father just did not have that in him. My, uh, Kathleen and I, who get along great, uh, we divorced. I, I, I moved out in 06. We have great kids. There are plenty of families in this country who are together, who are happy, and their kids are screwed up. So can it play a part? Yes. Is it the automatic, which so many people I think are sane? Um I just don't buy it. Dwayne, going back, was referring to liberal judges being very lenient on guns and minors. Mary Moriarty, for one. I literally cited Mary Moriarty and Hennepin County and what's happening in Minneapolis with individuals going getting out, but if you think a Missouri is a haven for liberal policies, you're paying absolutely positively no attention to what's going on in Missouri. So, Do I think some judges and some prosecutors are are too soft on crime? Yeah, I do. I also believe in due process. I believe we look at juveniles in one way, uh, and they may get a little more leeway, and I think sometimes they get too much. These crimes are happening throughout our country, and they can't all be blamed on just lefties. It's not that simple few More texts when we come back. Don't forget, we'll get back to this in the two o'clock hour. Former St. Paul Police Chief Todd Axtell joins us right here on CCO. Right back to our uh, more texts. Ethan Crumley had two parents. Yep, mentioned that before. Um. I don't think anybody's saying that single parents can't raise great kids that become adults. Numbers don't lie when you look at who's incarcerated and who is not. You can't argue with the fact that the vast majority of incarcerated people in America come from broken uh, homes. Uh, There's a lot of ways to look at the data, and I think each situation we looked at uh, on itself, because I think we're still making too many grand conclusions about single parents versus Uh, parents who stay together. I know plenty of wealthy married couples who are blank parents. Yeah? To refute your call, the U.S. divorce rate is at a 40-year low. Facts, people. All the countries you just named have universal health care and can get help for your mentally ill child. We don't have enough mental health help in this country. We've made uh, immense progress. (laughs) We have a long, long way to go. And another text pretty much nails it. In U.S. In the USA today, there's no place to hide awful. There is nowhere where you are assured of safety. And that is the status statement we can say about all of this conversation.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.